At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hour number two, primetime action live from the South Point Thursday night. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin. Glad you could hang with us tonight. No Thursday night football in the NFL? No, they didn't schedule one. It's part of the contract. Eh, Nothing after week 16. We don't know why, but it just is. Uh, But we do have some college football to talk about. And uh, what we just witnessed, uh, we need some clarification on. Let's bring him in. He's the Bear from ESPN's College Game Day, also Stanford Steve of the Bear podcast, and, of course, Daily Wager, Chris Felica. How you doing, Chris? I, I hope you're not expecting clarification from me because I'm as confused as <laughs> I think everyone is. It's interesting because my, my thought was you couldn't review forward progress, which is what they called, and the booth said to the crew, they said forward progress, yet they still reviewed it. If you were able to review it, it was pretty darn clear that oh. the Tennessee back was on top of the Purdue player and stretches arm over the goal line for a touchdown. So if you were able to review it, it should have been a touchdown, but I guess you weren't able to. I'm, so I'm even more confused than uh, that I was at the initial call. Yeah, and and by the way, Jalen Wright, the back for, for Tennessee on that first uh, possession of overtime for Tennessee. Of, of all the games, too, we're talking about the, uh, the Tennessee-Purdue game. This football game was best described as drunk. I mean, it was it was just unbelievable. 45-45 heading into overtime. There was, you know, teams were scoring with so little time necessary that they didn't need much time to score in this one. And for that game to end, it obviously ended on the subsequent field goal by Purdue, but to essentially end on that play and that controversy, that kind of sucks. Yeah, it was. It was, it was such a great game, and today's games were – extremely entertaining and hopefully tonight's two games will be yeah. uh, j- just as entertaining as well. But it really, it was a shame to, to see it end on a, uh, a controversial uh, officiating call, which we've seen all too many times this year. One last thing before we ask you questions moving forward mm-hmm. is, is Pitt, cause we're doing a show and we're, we're just mm-hmm. is Pitt down to its third string, third string quarterback already. In this? I, ju- I just turned the game on yeah. uh, right now. And I see uh, Peyton Thorne jogging off the field here with a fourth and goal for Michigan State. So I hope that's not the case because I got over 55 and a half. So assuming... Uh, yeah, I think we're on, uh, I think we're on our third stringer, yeah. Uh, that's that, that, that's not good because that's not no. going to help Addison's numbers at all. So no. maybe, uh, maybe this Michigan State offense can just uh, continue scoring. So backup quarterback I would have been fine with, but uh, third string quarterback, uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, and you know what? You know what? I don't want to get going too much, but you know what bothers me? And it's a little mini rant here, so I apologize. These players who opt out, why are they even there? 
like you're opting out. You're no longer a part of the team. So like, why are why are the players who are opted out on the sideline? It, that, that just bothers me. Since you bring it up, sorry, Matt. I just want to follow up on this. Since we're in the NIL era now, shouldn't these bowl games start to incentivize players not to opt out? Shouldn't that be? The... I think I think that's probably the direction. Uh, we're, we're going to have to head with, with, with a lot of these. And I know people have the insurance policies, and I'm sure it's difficult, difficult to collect on a lot of those. But I, I think there is going to have to be some uh, incentivizing done in order to keep – like when you get players opting out of the Rose Bowl, which has always kind of been mm-hmm. uh, above and beyond uh, all those other balls in terms of tradition, uh, that, that's a problem. I mean – Chick-fil-A is tasty. Yeah. So, I mean, like, they can give out some gift cards, and like, you, you get some kids to stay for that. Chick-fil-A for right, life? Tell you right yeah. now, Chick-fil-A is damn tasty. Oh. So, I mean, that would be uh, Matt is, pretty easy. Matt is easily bought off. I mean, that would be, that'd be pretty oh. easy. If you, if you told me I could go to Chick-fil-A and get – see, what, what I do is I kind of create my own little – I get the chicken biscuit, but I throw an egg white and a slice of cheese on it. Oh. Yeah. Like, I'd have that for life. That I'm, I'm good. <laughs> Veteran move. Chris, let's talk about the game down the road from us here uh, later tonight, 1030 Eastern, 730 Pacific, Wisconsin, Arizona State. This has moved in Wisconsin's direction, was as low as six uh, earlier. Now it's sitting at seven and a half, total of 42. What are we going to see tonight? Well, so we crossed over that magic number of seven, so that's uh, that's pretty telling right there. But Eight and a half here at uh, South Point, actually. Holy mackerel. That, thing. that almost seems to lead me to believe that there's something going on with Arizona State in terms of somebody not playing uh, a key player, whether it, whether it's the back or, or Daniels or something. I know they had some uh, opt-outs, I think, on defense as well. But I played Arizona State's team total under 17 and a half. Uh, the, the unit and the, and the coaching part of this game that I trust the most is Jimmy Leonard and that Wisconsin defense to shut down what's been kind of an up-and-down Arizona State offense this year. Uh, Wisconsin's held eight of their 12 opponents under 17 points this year. And then like one of the games that they didn't was that turnover meltdown fest by Graham Mertz against Notre Dame. So uh, I, I think Wisconsin's defense will show tonight. So I, I played ASU under 17 and a half. I like Wisconsin and I got them at minus seven. I, I, I'm seeing most places minus seven and a half. I think that extra point, I'm, I'm serious. If you just walk up and down the strip, there's nothing but Wisconsin people here. And I'm wondering if they're not betting in all these casinos. Here so we, yeah, I mean, it's eight at Circa, eight yeah. at Golden Nugget, eight at Station Casinos. So it's uh it's it's on the move here for some yeah, reason. We're here anyway. Badgers fans travel. They and do. Especially to a new location like that. Oh, I'm sure yeah. they're pretty excited about being there. All right. So tomorrow, National Semis. Before we get to those. Before we get your final word on those two games, the two early games uh, are in play as well. Rutgers, Wake Forest, Wake Forest favored by 16 and a half. Not like they, I know, I get it. It's, it's huge for Rutgers to be here. And maybe you can explain how Rutgers was just like ready to jump into this game. <laughs> Not really sure about that. But Wake gives up so many points that 16 and a half seems like a lot to me. And then there's obviously the Central Michigan replacement game against Wazoo, where I guess if Wazoo cares, they should probably roll them, right? Yeah, they, they shouldn't. And I, I thought it was going to be like an up and down the field, high scoring game, two teams that were just happy to be able to play after their opponents bailed um, because of COVID. But it's supposed to be bad weather in El Paso tomorrow, like wind and rain. So I don't know how conducive that's going to be to throwing the ball around. So I got off of that and didn't even bother playing it. Yeah, the other game I saw that, ball, that bolted up to a couple of points today. From uh, 14 and a half to 16 and a half. 14 and a half I would have played, but 16 and a half seems like it's a little high. Look, I, I know Rutgers 
um, scored more than 20 points once against a Power Five opponent. But uh, you, you're once. right that that Wake for that Wake Forest offense and their defense rather gives up a ton of points. So uh, you would think at some point that's the whole key. Like. I'm trying to put myself in the position of being a Rutgers player who basically eight, nine days ago, whatever it was, was basically told, hey, you um, got to go. You, you thought your season was over. Now you got to practice again for another week, 10 days or so to get ready for, for Wake Forest. It's interesting. Like their punter had like left to go home in Australia. He lives in, he lives in Australia. So he had to like do all the, the paperwork and visas and like oh. it took him like forever, I guess, to, to get back. So it's just kind of a, a little funny side story with this game. <laughs> All right, Chris, Cincinnati and Alabama right now. Bama as high as 14-point favorites. There are still 13-and-a-halves left out there. A total of 57, 57-and-a-half out there right now. If you are a Bama backer, let's just, I'll ask you this first, and then you can give us your overall thoughts on the game. If you're a Bama backer in this one, are you worried at all that they might take their foot off the gas considering they would know that there's another game left to play? Uh, I'm, I'd be a little concerned at that. It, it's funny because I spoke to an, an odds maker out there and like he had this game closer to like 10 and a half, but they figured they were going to get Bama money anyway. So they just boosted it up to just under, under 14, realizing that they're, if they're going to bet him a 10, they're going to bet him a 13 and a half. So why not? Well, why just have him pay the, uh, the Bama tax? But, but the, we've seen that happen before with Alabama in a couple of these semifinal games last year against Notre Dame, that they were clearly the right side. It was a non-competitive game, and Notre Dame got in the back door a couple of years ago in that game down here where I am in Miami against Oklahoma when they were up, what, three touchdowns right out of the gate, non-competitive game, and Oklahoma got in the back door. So, yeah, that, that, would, be, that would be a concern for me, but I also think it could be a little bit like the Washington semifinal where I, I think they probably feel so confident defensively that they don't think they can think Cincinnati can score. Um, and, and that's my play for the game under 22 and a half. Uh, Cincinnati team total is the way I'm, I'm leaning here. Like, like Washington, they could have played eight quarters and Washington wasn't going to be able to score enough points to beat them. So it, 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 it's a tough game on the actual side for me because I feel like Cincinnati, like the number is saying, that's what happened this morning with Chris. Just a, just a random drop-off, just out of the blue. Listen, it's very he, hotel internet. There are a lot of people oh, pulling yeah. on. There's a lot of people well, drawing on that on that juice. You oh know? yeah. Well, maybe we can get Chris after the break because we want to ask him about. Uh, we want we'll have him finish his thought on Cincinnati, Bam, and then we'll talk Georgia, Michigan with him, and maybe get a New Year's Day play from him. How about that, Von Wrinkle downstairs? Maybe we'll do that. Maybe we'll just call him back after the break. But uh, he, his play on that first semi again, team total under on the Bearcats tomorrow. Team total under on the Bearcats in the first of the two national semis. Remember, the first of the semis is 3.30 Eastern, 12.30 Pacific. That's taking me a while to sort of get used to in my head. I, I didn't in my mind's eye. I didn't picture it that early. But that's what it is. And then game two for trying to get the New Year's Eve crowd, you know, out of the house in due time before the clock strikes midnight that's a 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific kickoff between Georgia and Michigan. Remember, the national championship will then be 10 days later on January 10th. So there's a, a little bit of truth to what we were thinking here. About? Um, so it's seven and a half rest of country, and we are seeing eights and eight and a halfs here in Vegas. I'm telling you. Our friend over at MGM, Jeff Stoneback, he, uh, 
I can tell you there are a lot more Wisconsin fans in town than ASU fans. I'm telling you, I, know, I just from walking into the RN out, I'm <laughs> telling you, I was like, wow, this place is overrun with so, Badgers fans. So yeah, they are they are getting it's this this line move is unique to Vegas because there are a whole bunch more people yeah. here in town who are probably tipping them back and, and looking to uh, bet on the home team. Yeah. What does it say about you, ASU Sun Devils? Isaiah Von Vrinkel? Huh? I did walk by uh, some kid at the, uh, like, Coinstar machine earlier. Yeah. You know, you dump all the change in there. Yeah. And Arizona State jacket on. I kind of laughed. I'm oh, like, dude. hey, empty it all. Empty it all at ASU tonight. <laughs> all right. So we'll work on uh, Chris, and we will come back. We'll get his uh, closing thoughts on Cincinnati, Bama, and how he feels about Georgia, Michigan, how he's betting that. And, by the way... His favorite bet from New Year's Day, because he likes something in that Ohio State game as well. College football. Oh, and then after that, boys, our second annual New Year's betting resolutions. Looking forward to that. We should get Daniele on the phone for that, too. Coming back, Beeson's Primetime Action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Don't forget about our podcast. Oh, they're free. Stay up to date with them. Look at those. Look at those uh, icons there, those avatars. Uh, you got all kinds, including beating the book with Miguel Alexander. We just did the uh, Megapod this morning. Follow the money. Vsin best bets. Coast to coast hoops. And it got a little uh, wide world of wine garden there in the middle, uh, as well as the Lombardi line. Uh, all of them at vsin.com slash podcast. Download them. Listen to them when you want. That's what makes podcasts special. I don't have a podcast. Yeah, why is that? Yeah, you know. They've had you, enough. They get enough hey, of me. Y'all got real excited about birdies with Brown and Midland uh, the other night. Though. I would love for you guys to do that. <laughs> Only problem is there might be some like infighting golf competition. That's yeah, a here. turf war. Yeah, you, you don't need you don't need Cannon on you. You don't need Cannon coming. You, you don't need you don't need Brady Cannon on your back. That's for sure. What would you call it again? Bidlin and Brown birdies? Yeah, yeah, something like birdies with bet, Brown and Midland. Bet, bet, bets and birdie. Birdies and bets. Birdies with and bets. There there Brown go. and Bidland. There you go. Four Bs. There it is. What Done. a great name that would be. There it is. What a great name. 
Ladies and gentlemen, we have uh, once again made contact with the bear, Chris Malika from ESPN's College Game Day. You can let everyone know. Follow, what's that? This is oh, history. This is history. It's the first time I do this on a numbers game all the time. It's the first time ever on primetime action where we actually have kept a guest over yeah. to a second segment. This is history. Yes. Historical moment, Chris. I hope you enjoyed as much as we uh, I should, should I do my, like, a Royal Monsoon history in the making, new tag team champions, like, <laughs> voiceover from my old WWF days? Gorilla Monsoon reference. All right, Absolutely. so your, what was your your final thing was Cincinnati team total under in the first under, one? Yeah. yeah, Cincinnati team total under 22 and a half is what I'm going to okay. my main bet, and then I'll get a, get a get a vibe for anything live that's going on. Okay, what about Georgia and Michigan? Georgia seven and a half point favorite, total 45. Georgia's sort of saying, yes, we did have COVID. The rumors are true, but we're okay now. <laughs> we're okay now with the COVID. Do you trust Stetson Bennett? I guess that's the only question I wanted to ask. I, 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 do I trust him? Yeah. I think against this defense, I think I trust him. I, I, I get a feeling that we have a, like, I don't know. I, I, I think, yeah, I, I think what, what you said pretty much sums it up. I, I think there, there were some issues with, with them and maybe even some issues still with, still with Michigan with Hill. And if he can't make the trip, uh, that that's a big deal because I would think he would have been a big part of the defensive plan when when they put that package with Bowers, Washington, and Pickett's on the field at the same time, if they're down, arguably their best defensive back, that's a uh, that's a big deal. But I'm gonna I'm gonna lay it with with Georgia here. Uh, I think it's a better matchup for Georgia's defense here. And, and look, I, uh, Gaddis and, and, and Harbaugh, they're smart. They know that they can't go run run pass against this Georgia front and they're gonna have to throw the ball but more than uh, what they did on first down throughout the course of the year but I, I I think we've gone a little too far in this whole reassessing Georgia were they really that good to begin with I, I it's an Alabama problem they have it's not a a problem with it with anything else so I think but we talked about this I think um, either on your show or maybe just in a text chain like Stetson Bennett, all the following can be true. He wasn't the reason Georgia lost to Alabama, but once they got down a couple scores, he was the reason they couldn't come back. That's kind of where I am with Bennett. But I, I, I don't see them falling behind here. I, I think the, the, the pounding and the embarrassment that they that they took against Alabama, I think the last couple of weeks, I think, um, I think they'll come out tomorrow night and play pretty well. So I, I like Georgia, and I'm going to lay the points here. By the way, Jimmy Vaccaro, American Treasure, just walked into the studio here at the South Point and showed us a ticket. Somebody just walked into the South Point and bet Alabama plus 120 to win the national championship. There it is. We got a little picture of it. $75,000 to win 90. How about that? You, you, you know what's crazy is when I was out there for the Vegas Bowl uh, a couple of weeks back, however long it was, and I, I threw together uh, parlays plus six. I believe we've lost Chris again. Matt, I know you had a question ready to go. Sorry. Well, you had spilled the beans, so I was just going to, you know. I had spilled the beans on this? No, about they had a play for New Year's Day. Oh, yeah. Why don't you go ahead and just. Well, oh, look, oh, we we might be we might be back. Are we back with Chris Valika? We are. Maybe you maybe you can ask him. Chris Valika back on the show. Hey, Chris from the. I'm sorry, the, the the Hyde be the Hyde Beach House here in Miami not uh, accommodating <laughs> with the Wi-Fi tonight. It was before the Pac-12 championship, by the way, not before the uh, not before uh, the Vegas Bowl. Sorry, Chris Gill Gill spilled the beans and said you have a play that you really like on New Year's Day. Which is that? 
I do, and it's a, it's the ultimate contrarian play. And I'm going to lay Ohio State. I'm going to lay the four and a half. And I think it's four in a couple of spots now with the Buckeyes. Look, look I don't know how good the Pac-12 really was this year. I know or, I know Utah uh, finished the season great, and they played an Oregon team that I think had tapped out uh, certainly um, late in the year. They knew their coach was leaving. And then they beat Stanford, Arizona, and Colorado, three terrible non-bowl teams. Look, Ohio State, they don't have Olave, and they don't have Wilson, and they don't have a couple of other guys. But they still got C.J. Stroud. They still got Jackson Smith and Jigba. They still got Marvin Harrison, Jr., they, this is just going to, I think, kind of be the next wave of Ohio State stars uh, that, that come out. And I actually think it helps them uh, to put, like, the youth on this field. And those guys are going to be excited and energized about playing uh, in the Rose Bowl. And, look, uh, Thomas is going to come out for Utah and have a little chip on his shoulder because he's an Ohio guy and didn't get a chance to go to Ohio State. And, and Devin Lloyd is an absolute stud for, for Utah on the defensive side of the ball. But Ohio State just has more of those kind of guys on their roster. So would I be surprised if Utah won the game? No, absolutely not. But but I, I think I think it's four for sure in a couple of spots now that I saw. I'm going to be on Ohio State come New Year's Day. It's down to three and a half in some spots. Is now. it really? Oh, yes. I love you. Oh, this is, you've made my night. I mean, do you? I mean, could could we imagine this going down to three by kickoff? Like, what's happening here? I, I didn't think I didn't think of what I was. When I was talking to. Uh, some people earlier today and doing an interview and they asked me what my buy-in point would be. And I was like, I certainly don't think it's going to be less than a field goal, but uh, three and a half now. Wow. I think I got, I, that might be an entry point right there. Cause I, I, I don't want a chance of going back up to four, but it's a, uh, wow. That's amazing. Anything else new year's day or is that the, oh, is that yeah, the I like Iowa. I like Iowa getting the three against Kentucky as well. Um, I think the way that they were embarrassed and run all over by Michigan in the big 10 championship game, I would think that they would come out and play a, a much cleaner, urgent type game to kind of end their season on a high note. What's been Kentucky's problem all year long? Turnovers. I think they were minus 13 or 14 on the season, and nobody uh, does a better job of capitalizing on turnovers and, and having turnover luck go their way than, uh, than Kirk Ferentz and the Hawkeyes. So I think at the, at the full three, I'm going to take Iowa. Okay. Going to take Iowa as well. Because next time you're in Vegas, uh, Chick-fil-A on me, my friend. <laughs> I love it. I will be out there at the end of January. Actually, oh, there it is. Uh, for the for for the NHC horse racing contest. All right, cash uh, it in. We'll, we'll see you then. Um, NHC is when exactly? Uh, I believe it's January 27, 28, and twenty nine. All right. I think it's, it's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday that it is. Okay. And the day before on the twenty sixth, there's a uh, there's what they call the last chance, first chance qualifier where you can try and win a second seat into that comp- to that competition or qualify for next year's ahead of time. So I'll be I'll be out there on Wednesday night and I'll play in that contest on Thursday and I'll be there through uh, through Sunday night. All right, that's horse racing talk, ladies and gentlemen. That's exactly horse racing right. talk. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Sorry about the bad Wi-Fi. No problem. Enjoy. We'll talk soon. You too. Happy New Year, Chris Felica, everybody. The Bear from ESPN's College Game Day. Just an amazing tweet here from someone that I don't even know who they are, but it's just I'm gonna I'm gonna give credit to uh, the handle is is this Hetty. H-E-A-D-Y. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a goal in 2021 to hit $10,000 profit in sports <laughs> betting. Earlier. <laughs> With only a couple days left, I need 25470 to achieve my goal. <laughs> that's awesome. I saw that earlier today. <laughs> I saw that was pretty, that's that's like, pretty good. That's, that's a Hall of Fame tweet. <laughs> that is a, that's a good one right there. That's-
That's awesome. That's a real good one right there. Uh, It's it's beautiful because, one, it's honest, and, two, it still drips with that beautiful optimism (laughs) that he sports better. (laughs) That every better has. That optimism that every better has, but being real about it. Uh, That's great. So good. I, uh, I hope it's just a joke, but you know, <laughs> it was a good tweet uh, regardless. He has a good sense of humor about it anyway. Yeah. Uh, still to come, we will have Andy McNeil on hockey. I don't know if this got cleared by us, but we're, ha- we're talking hockey with Andy McNeil later. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Three puck drops. Thursday? Yeah, on Three a Thursday. Three puck drops on a whoa, Thursday whoa, whoa. night. Hockey is Tuesday. <laughs> it's talking to Andy McNeil later. And then Brian McFadden. Better late than never on Brian McFadden. He'll be here tonight. We thought he was going to be here yesterday, but he'll be here tonight. Talk football with us. We're excited about that. Very excited. Wait so, minute. still those guests to go. Hockey Thursday? That's <laughs> we're talking hockey. I thought you should know. Are there hot? Is there hot? Are there hockey games tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, we got. Uh, I got three three puck drops late tonight. Okay. And Andy said he's got a futures hot, hot futures bet in one of those awards that we like went through two weeks ago trying to figure out all the names and what they belong to. Yeah. Oh, hey, this is, this is actually a good segment because. He can tell me why the Kraken are going to lose tonight. There you go. There you yeah. Go. Like, I believe he has oh a selection. Oh, my God. What if he wants to bet the Kraken? Oh, oh you're in trouble. No, nah, he's not. I can tell you that right and now. Okay. you're in trouble. I believe he, has, believe he has a selection in the in the Chuck Norris trophy or Jack Norris, maybe, something like that, yeah. I don't believe it's either of those guys. There probably is a Chuck Norris trophy for something. There should be. Yeah. If not, there should be. I believe it's named after journeyman major leaguer Bud Norris, I believe. There so that's go. named after um, we will have those. We will also uh, talk random football as well throughout the night. Uh, thanks to Chris Felica as well. Coming back, by the way, 10-7 Michigan State in the bowl game currently taking place. And, yes, Pitt is completely inept now with a third-string quarterback. Coming back, Beeson's primetime action, New Year's betting resolutions. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. We got a new prop tracker. <laughs> you can't do that tonight. You can't do it tonight. Now available on VSIN.com for you to keep up with key NFL props. Head to VSIN.com to get current odds as well as the movement each week to follow the trends and find the best value. Track the odds for MVP, head coach, rookie of the year, and more. Check out the prop tracker, betting splits, key trends, and matchup data for every game now. At VEASAN.com slash NFL. You should know that when you were out yesterday, Kelly replaced you on the uh, scream in the background. Yeah, I forgot. Did you do it? Did you do it the right time? I mean, I nailed that part. I did forget the currency exchange rate, though. That's too much. Mm -hmm. So I dropped the ball on that. I dropped the ball. I wish you could have seen the eye connection that Matt and I just had, though, because during the break, we were talking about Matt's voice fading a little bit. And then right as he tried to hit that, uh, the prop tracker yell, (laughs) (laughs) it kind of died on him, and he looked at me like, uh uh-oh. Vocal cords are fading. Uh, Matt Brown is so excited to go to the Las Vegas Bowl tonight. You have no idea. You got 90 minutes, Matt. You got to make it through 90 minutes. Can't wait. Can't wait. No more yelling uh, during live reads anymore this show. Are you good to do your New Year's betting resolutions? Yeah, let's do it to it. Let's do it to it. Let's do it to it here. So, um, first and foremost, I mean, this is something that seems very obvious, but it's good to just kind of get back to the basics and make sure that you sometimes remind yourself to – Continue betting on only the things in which I'm willing to put in the time. And, you know, I'm willing to put in the time researching golf. I'm willing to put in the time researching the NFL draft. I'm willing to put in the time to research NFL. I haven't over the last couple of years as much for college football. I don't at all for NHL. I don't at all for soccer. I don't at all for some of these other things. And, you know, I've just got to make sure to 
to not stray and not get out of my lane, get out of my zone here. And I think, you know, we do a fairly good job of that, but it's one of those things where you make it bulletin board material, you put it on there, you write it down, you make sure that you kind of stay, stay the course. And so wanted to start off with that one for sure. Um, secondly, I want to shift some of my bankroll into the, into golf and MMA in 2022. I pri- probably put 80% of maybe 75% a year into NFL and then 25% and basically the rest of the stuff. And so I'm going to be a little bit more heavy on these other sports than I am in the NFL this year, because I do think that there are some advantages to be had. I do think that there are some edges to be had. They are at least some, some markets as well that I'm interested in that I'm, that I'm worth that that I feel that I'm, you know, at least as we sit right now, we'll talk a little bit later in 2022, but I feel pretty good about the fact that I'll put in the time doing the research and things like that. And so I I do want to shift some of the bankroll there into those additional sports in 2022. Um, Third, I want to take advantage of the market offerings in Arizona. It's a pretty pretty short drive from here over to Arizona. And this kind of dovetails into my, into my, my fourth one here in just a second, but um, take advantage of the market offerings in Arizona. I mean, Arizona has, you know, 10 plus sports books that are, uh, that are live right now that are all remote that you can sign up remotely. You can fund remotely. We literally just have to drive across the border and be geofenced inside the state of Arizona. You don't have to go to a city. You don't have to go spend the night, none of that stuff. And so just being able to cross over the border and take advantage of some of these markets that are available over there, because a lot of the stuff that we talk about here on the program is, is, awesome markets that you guys have available to you that we don't have available to us here. And and so a lot of these times when we say, man, I'd really love to bet that in theory, I could, I just got to get my lazy butt in the car and drive 45 minutes to the border at Arizona. And I could go bet this stuff. Like and so, Kevin Love over 17 and a half points tonight. Yeah. So I'm going to take advantage of, of that for sure. Specifically for the NFL draft this year, for sure. I'm going to make that drive down there and take advantage of some of the markets that are available down there for, I, I'm interested to see how many Wednesday night trips Matt and I make during the golf season this year. I, yeah. Cause it will, I'm going to say over under three and a half. Gil, we could just, during we could the just whole, pop out of the studio. Yeah. We'll We'll take off and then we'll 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 swing it on back. Just a beautiful yeah. Wednesday evening in Arizona. And uh and do that. My fourth one, advocate even harder for Nevada to accept that things are changing Love in sports it. betting. Love and it. This kind of is is goes hand in hand with my third one because the reason I have to drive to Arizona to take advantage of those markets is because they're not available here. And for whatever reason, the sports books are unwilling to adapt to what is inevitable. And this that's the thing. It's you can sit there and you can say, Well, I don't like that. Well, you know, that's fine and all, but everybody else does. And that's not so right. for you to try to dictate what everybody else likes doesn't seem like the soundest business strategy moving forward. We're changed it's an ever changing uh, market here. It's an ever changing idea of what a typical sports better is. Yes. In when it was only Nevada Sure. If you say like, hey, man, I don't want to put these up because only sharp people are betting these things and I don't want to be yada. Okay, whatever. At least I could listen to your argument then at that point. But we've gotten to the point now, Gil, the average sports better is a $25 sports better. Yes. You know, and so for people to go, we're not going to put that up. What would the limit be anyway? 300 bucks. That's six times. I mean, that's, that's, that's 10 times what a normal sports better bets on a bet anyway. And mm-hmm. so for us to like just completely ignore this, in, it's massively expanding 
segment of, of this industry is, is crazy. And Nevada is what used to be the sports betting uh, capital of the world. Is not, it's not that it's faded. It's gone. It's not yes. fading. It's gone. It is elsewhere. It is everywhere else in the country. And it's no longer Nevada. And I want it to be Nevada. I live here. I love living here. I love this city. I love my uh, everything about this place. But we're behind the times. And, and people have got to understand that it's just, it's just changing. And whether you want it to or not, it's going to happen regardless. So you might as well get with it. And then um, my last one here, I want to take more of y'all's money uh, here in 2022. I'm going to uh, our, more, our, our, more, more than zero. You our, mean? Listen, listen, I won only won one of the of the of the doggone first touchdown. But I want to win at least more than one of those. I want to take I'm going to win the one and done for the golf. We're That's going to figure out other cool tastes. So good. Listen, man. we're going to figure out other cool ways that we can that we can uh, get these bets going around here. And I'm going to take more of y'all's money for, in 2022. First touchdowns aren't working out very well no, for him either. No. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Matt, yours and mine are very. Very, very simpatico in many ways. Um, new, my New Year's betting resolutions 2022. Bet even more tennis. Continue to trust the numbers in tennis. And then bet more golf. Uh, it's fun every night seeing Matt and Kelly do well. I might want to get in on that. See if I can apply the same principles that I do in tennis to the sport of golf. Bet even less basketball. This is one that I uh, had last year. The less basketball that I bet, the better off I am. But that, that's really kind of what you were saying, which is bet the sports that work for you. Don't try to bet other sports that aren't working out. You don't have to be an expert in everything. Be an expert in what resonates and what makes sense to you and what results in winning betting, whether that's in-game, whether that's pre-flop, whether it's certain sports over others. And then this is, I just worded what you just passionately talked about, Matt. And by the way, I love that your voice came back for that passionate rant. <laughs> uh, continue to challenge the too cool for school betting blowhards. And what I mean by that is very much what Matt was saying. I don't need to belabor it anymore, which is we, we do have this sense of, uh, by some in this state, some uh, a bit of a superiority complex to things. And I just want to say that there are other ways to do sports betting. And if most people in this country prefer it a different way, that's not for you to throw stones at it. Um, just a sort of general comment about some of the vibes we get from some people. People like to bet on all kinds of random things, and most people don't care that it's a very small amount of betting. So there are there are different ways to bet. All are okay. Kelly. Yeah, and I, I think the one thing that you know you both hit on it, that's big for our show is, listen, if you're looking for a show where you're going to get seven plays a night, and things like that. That's that's not our show, right? We're, we stick to we stick to what we bet well. We try to we try we try to do even more of that than what we do, and and that's what you're going to get is hopefully over a long term long term you're going to learn learn some things on this show and, and get some winning bets out of it as well. But you're not we're not going to be you're, we're not the show that tonight has seven bull bets. It's just not how we're going to be. Um, first off from my is just, uh, you know, don't forget how streaky NBA, NBA betting can be. Don't let a few losses put you on tilt. Stick to the process. That's really what I've been kind of telling myself recently. I had that heck of an NBA run. Uh, had a had literally all it took was two losses before yesterday was felt like I was about to start chasing on a couple things. And it's now nah, it's a long season. The losses will come. The wins are going to come. I got a really lucky push last night on that Grizzlies game ended up being landing right and right on five, by the way. My first ever push on the history of this show. 
Like almost 500 bets tracked in the wow. past year and a half. First ever push. Wow. Um, so I think it's a lot of that. It's 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 it can get it can be very easy to get on tilt when you when you're used to betting, especially if you're doing, get on a hot streak. So starting to reckon if you recognize that you can get out of that funk early, get back to what you're focused on, been doing well at. Um, you know, then golf last year started off great, kind of leveled off. I would say towards the middle of the year, Matt, and then I kind of hit one or two outrights at the end of the year to kind of make it great again. But I think it's really the going back and, and restarting the whole process again for myself. It's the looking at what worked well early and, and, and track how that can we continue that throughout the season and keep reevaluating the models and what we're building at, what stats we're looking at, and everything, uh, these golfers, how they're progressing through the season um, just to continue build on a, on a great 2021 in golf betting on this show, but keep working on that. And then, you know, like you guys all summed up, sticking with what we're good at, right? Nine and nine. With college football bets this year, Gil, if this was like most years, it'd be like 40 and 40. Yeah. The, the percentage wouldn't change. All it changes is me giving less money to the sports books, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's learning what you're good at. Bet on that. Stick to it. And continue winning money. It's, it's also what you were good at once upon a time in your betting life. Might be very different five, ten years down the road. Mm-hmm. I, baseball used to be my thing. Mm-hmm. I was twenty and eighteen regular season baseball. That's it. I just I was like, I don't need to bet this anymore. I used to bet more college football than anything. Yeah. And now it's two uh, percent of everything. Yeah. By the way, Pitt with a touchdown. Seven seconds and counting left in the first half. Looks like Pitt's going to get that first half money. Coming back, circa lines next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sign up for a PlayCard debit MasterCard and get paid faster than a paper check with direct deposit. Always be ready to roll with PlayCard. Visit PlayCard.com today to apply. Subject to card activation and ID verification. Terms and costs apply. Card issued by MetaBank N.A. Member FDIC. Mo money, mo minutes. <laughs> I believe it says move money in oh. minutes. Well, you know. <laughs> mo money, mo minutes. Yeah. Uh, pit up on uh, Michigan State 14 to 10 at the half. Pitt was doing nothing all half. 
We're trailing 10-7, got a pick late, and then all of a sudden, Pitt matriculates the ball down the field late with a touchdown and gets a touchdown, 14-10. to Pitt backers get the money line in the first half, not to mention the spread, which, again, we've had back-to-back games now where the first half number, the first half result ended up just being miraculous. Both uh, Tennessee getting nipped by Purdue at the end of the first half with a fumble late, and now this one. So uh, college football bowl shenanigans continue. We got a good Miles Garrett quote here. Mm-hmm. I'll do whatever I can to ensure Ben Roethlisberger is playing his last game at Heinz Field Monday night. <laughs> there you go. Can you read that tweet again before people who missed it the one before? I, I will. This I is will. an outstanding Hall of Fame. I think this is a New Year's, like if you looked back on the year, this is one of the best sports betting uh, tweets ever. This is, uh, again, if it's uh, at is this heady, yeah. is this H-E-A-D-Y. I had a goal in 2021 to hit $10,000 profit in sports betting. With only a couple days left, I need 25470 to achieve my goal. He's got to respect that, dude. So great. There you go. Is this heady? Congratulations. So Tweet of the great. year. Well so done. Uh, well, Matt, listen, don't ever tell me. I don't want to catch you ever telling me that I can't get me a 5-0 and if you give me 16 weeks of football to do it. You got one? There you go. 5-0. and it's my first week over three and two all year. Contest? So, you had a five and zero last week. I had a five and zero. How's this just coming up? Wow. I had other things going on. I know, but yeah, yeah. Like that's it's kind of one of those things where afterwards, you're like I, I guess all three of us really have, we've only done what, one other yeah. show all together this week. Yeah. Um, I just I just put a live bet in on the on the Nets laying four and a half. Uh, they're not showing the replay here. Joel Embiid went down very very hard, and now he is out of the game. What is your what is your number here? Uh, Nets, I'm laying four and a half live. I don't think we're going to see Embiid back in this game. He went down ugly, grabbing his ankle. Stayed in the game to shoot free throws, but just came out at the next dead ball. Ooh, that's not good situation. So uh, that is uh, that was a three, two or a three by that's Philly. A three, three. It was three. So yeah, now Nets only lead by two. You might be able to get even a better number here. I don't. I doubt we're going to see Embiid the rest of the game. You see the uh, Sacramento Kings buzzer beater last night late. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw that. It's the Mavs. Then I was in here uh, uh, giving a, a, a Thursday fruit basket to uh, Russell Westbrook for uh, fouling at the end of a, end of the game on the Grizzlies uh, to put, put the Grizzlies at the line to push it to five so I could get my push home. Did y'all see this? I, I'm sorry for bringing this up without, like, the proper, even who tweeted it and what. But somebody I saw on my feed today, somebody tweeted uh, that somebody – was holding up this parlay. Somebody did a first basket parlay. Did you see this at all? I did. Oh yeah, I know exactly what you're talking okay. about. So with some, um, hundred dollars to like win seventy six thousand or something with like the one that? with Porzingis. Yes. Yes. So this guy put together a parlay of just first buckets in random basketball games last night. And he hit the first, I don't know, five of them. Like I didn't really look fully at the ticket. I didn't it was something like that. Something yeah, like right. that. But basically he hit four, let's say first, you know, this guy scored the first bucket in that game. This guy hit them all. And then it came down to Christophs Porzingis needing the first bucket of the Mavericks game. <laughs> and Porzingis had a bunny. <laughs> With nobody, like it was a, a lob into the post. He's uh, in the post, and it was so someone's fronting him. So they lobbed it right over the top of him. Porzingis catches it. Nobody between him and the basket. He misses the layup. Uh, I saw. I, I saw that too. I saw that tweet earlier too, and I was like, so "Oh I, man!" I, I'm assuming that the other team that went down and scored. And uh, I actually he did, he did not score the first. I think bucket, it was yes. Mavericks still score, but it wasn't. Yeah, Porzingis. it wasn't him. Yeah, that's brutal. <laughs> That's yeah, terrible. when you watch the highlight, you're like, oh, my gosh, I can't even. I, I, but it, you know what? You've heard me complain about it three or four times this year. 
I've seen more missed layups this year in oh. the NBA than I've ever seen in my life. It's incredible. It's the Dan Bespers line. He goes, is half the league drunk this year or is it just me? And, like, I don't think it's the – we've brought up multiple potential reasons, but it's guys that – like that, like a Chris Tapps Porzingis. How many layups has he made in his life, yeah. right? Like, you should never be missing a wide-open layup. Back to our point from the previous segment of the New Year's betting resolutions, and Matt and I kind of had the same one, but we, we said it differently. And Matt, really, there was nothing else to add, really. But, so, we're not sitting here endorsing that as a good bet. I just hope people who are listening to us, like, gleefully talking about the bad beat of that, just because it's just we all relate to how ridiculous sports betting can be sometimes. We're not sitting here saying, oh, what a great bet. We're not. We're just saying that people like betting that kind of stuff. People and, enjoy betting yes, a little to win a lot. They do. It's, a, it's, a, it's in yes. our DNA. Yeah. And so to, to act like somehow criticizing that makes you so awesome, that's what we're against, right. I guess, yes. is all I'm that's saying. A, exactly. Yeah. It's just, it's like, it's... I think that we're sometimes, and this happens in, I've been in, this is my, my third life in gambling, right? Like I was in the poker industry, I was in the DFS industry, the sports betting industry is my, like, and it's happened in every one of them, right? You, you are, you're so in the bubble that you don't look outside and realize that the bubble's this big yes. and everything else is this big, That's right? That's 100% and and, and right. So I you, use, I, my phrase is, we're too close to the sun. You, you speak to everyone else who's right in there inside the bubble. And, like, yeah, it's an echo chamber of, like, oh, stupid bet. I can't believe someone would do that. That's ridiculous. Low limits this, blah, blah, blah. And also right. when it's, like, a $300 bet for 95% of people who bet would uh, be the biggest bet they've ever made in their yes, whole life. 100%. It'd be the biggest bet they've ever made. And <laughs> so it's just it's one of those things we've got to – we just need to take a step back sometimes and just understand that, you know, from a, yeah. from, from a much broader – perspective with all of with all this stuff but speaking about betting a little to uh to, to win a lot our friend adam levitan who's on the show uh, Ooh, quite yeah, often yes. had himself quite a weekend this past weekend and it's one of those do you look at it as a bad beat or do you look at it as an awesome win um he won a quarter of a million dollars so next time adam's on the show we'll be sure and ask for a loan uh he won 250 grand in a dfs contest in which he didn't get first place by 0.4 points first place was a million oh. bucks Million bucks, so he first place a million, second place two hundred fifty thousand. He was in second by zero point four points. So I think you start that interview by going, "Hey, you schmuck! How did you not get the extra point four yeah, points? Where was the where was the point five points, yeah. Adam? So is that like you know a that. yard? Uh, I mean, or, no. Or does it differ? No, a yard is a tenth of a point. Uh, like so, I mean, it's a. It's a good for him. It's man. a catch if it was a receiver. It's a catch, it's a, yeah. you know, it's five right? yards if it's a, a okay. rush, because like it's a, a tenth of a point for every yard and stuff like that. I mean, listen, he is not complaining that he won a quarter of a million no. dollars. No, but, and you can't complain. But seven hundred and fifty k point four points, point four points. That's the trick of that's the trick of the psychology of yes, gambling, right? It is. Where it's like you just won a quarter of a million dollars. Oh. No, I didn't. I lost seven hundred fifty thousand by point four <laughs> points. It's like no, no, no. You won a quarter. No, I lost seven hundred fifty thousand by point four. And points. you know, Levitan had to have that conversation with his wife. Like, I know I'm supposed to be grateful about this, <laughs> so I don't want to complain. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Circa million three lines are out for week seventeen. Let's take a look at them real quick. See if there's anything of note. Well, the Colts uh, back and forth ends up at six and a half on the Colts. It looks like Carson Wentz is playing. He's expected to. Bucks are 12 and a half. Bills are 14 even. The Chiefs ended up at five. The Patriots at 16 and a half. 
I guess the Rams were three and a hook. Nothing really outrageous here. I think all those are actually yeah. right on mm-hmm. market right yeah. now. Let's flip the screen, see if there's anything on this next page for the rest of week 17. Do, 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 do. There. There we go. Uh, Niners end up at 12 and a half. Titans end up at three, not three and a hook. Packers seven. That's ex- they're all they're all where they should be, right? I mean, those are all yeah. pretty much dead on where the numbers are right now. Six and a half on New Orleans, actually, as opposed to seven. So I don't know if they think it's going to go there. Yeah. Or if they're just trying to see the future in that. So there's, there's I think they're probably right about that. There's that, but that's you know, other than that, it's that's about it's about it. Like that's about where everything. Yeah, I'll I'll predict one consensus play right away will be the Titans. Yes, at three. Since I think well, you, t- I you two already uh, bet it. I I will have to see this AJ Brown news before I oh, yes, okay. before I'll say that. I think you're probably right about that. I, I can't. It's just listen. You, seeing how bad that offense was without him out there, it just would give me a lot of pause. I agree. I would agree. If he if he didn't able to if he didn't able to go, I 100 percent agree. That would be with my that. only. That'd be my only one. I mean, I think the other interesting one is just that that Niners line, right? I mean, I understand Texans are not good, but if, it is going to be Trey Lance. If it's Trey Lance, yeah. and th- if it's Trey Lance, where does this drop to? It's got to be ten, right? I would think. Like two, we were discussing two and a half points, right? I think it's I think it's nine and a half. I think you even go below ten. Anything above ten, you got to play the Texans. I would imagine, and then because you don't know what you're getting. I in think Trey that's Lance. a contest play for me this week. And, Texans. I think that we've said multiple times. One, you don't know what you're getting in him, and I think that they tip their hand what they think about him, considering he's been no part of this offense whatsoever for the latter half of the season. What about this, Mateo? What if the Texans flirt with their fifth win of the year? Yeah, no (laughs) joke. You better get it done, Lance. Oh, my God. Coming back, Andy McNeil. Hockey! (laughs) Hockey next. Primetime action. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.